3: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
1: Locked on podcast network and Odyssey present locked on today.
2: The Rams are pushing their chips all in. Where do the Titans go from here after losing Derrick Henry for an extended period of time? And after a struggle of a win Monday night, can the Chiefs return to prominence in the AFC? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today.
1: Searching all major sports found. Let's start with the biggest story.
2: The summer may be over, but we still got a Hollywood blockbuster. The Denver Broncos are trading future Hall of Famer Von Miller to the LA Rams for a cash of draft picks. And they're paying his salary, potentially shifting the balance of power in the NFC playoff race and maybe the Super Bowl race. Joining me now from Locked On Rams, Sosa Comendros and Sosa. This was a surprising move. What does it bring
4: the LA Rams that they didn't already have. Yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, you never really sit on your hands around a general manager, Les need. This guy knows when the Rams have a shot and he's going to push all his chips into the middle of the table. So you can't really knock him for that. And I think if you ask most people, the Rams, probably one of the favorites in the NFC right now, if not the favorite to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So when you look at the defensive side of the ball, I feel like They've been a little bit inconsistent this season. They really haven't had uh, the same type of success that they had last year. Of course, they do have a new defensive coordinator in Raheem Morris. But now you talk about adding another elite talent to a front line, especially that defensive line where you're talking about Aaron Donald, who's now going to see maybe fewer double, fewer triple teams, or Von Miller, who's going to reap the rewards of playing next to number 99. Guys like Leonard Floyd as well, who's having a career season. I mean, it's really bringing a big addition to the table here for the Rams. I think it's going to have a big trickle effect on all the players on that side of the ball. Uh, but in general, I mean, like you mentioned, future Hall of Famer, I think this guy's still got it. It's still going to be a very big play for the Rams here and just a huge addition overall. How much pressure does this
2: put on this season to win? Because their draft in 2022 is now <laughs> decimated. The the, the cap picture um, is going to be tight moving forward. So, I mean, uh, this, is, this
4: is, of course, an all-in move. It, it has to be Super Bowl or bust, right? It has to be. I mean, it is right now. You talk about Matthew Stafford, all the picks that it took to get this guy. Now, Von Miller, a second and a third round pick. And it really cost the Rams that much because they had hardly any cap space, right? They had to have the Broncos eat $9 million out of his $9.7 million salary. So essentially, they're paying the Broncos to pay his salary. Uh, So they're all in. I mean, the Rams don't have a lot of draft picks. Like you mentioned, they will get some back from the compensatory pick formula. Uh, But in general, this team's not going to have many. You know, top 100, top 150 picks. And the cap space is looking pretty bare as well for next season. A lot of free agents coming up too. So uh, they're all in. They have to be all in. Anything short of a Super Bowl berth, at least, I think is really going to be considered a disappointment. But uh, at the end of the day, you'd make this kind of move to try and get these guys a ring at the end of the day. So, you know, we'll see what happens in December, January. That's really when it comes down to it for this team. I think this is definitely an all in type of move.
2: As you look around the NFC landscape, who are the teams that you are now most concerned about with this addition? Obviously, uh, you mentioned that you feel like they are the favorite in the NFC. But if there are those teams that you're going, I don't know about this team in the playoffs. If, if the Rams have to face them, that's going to be tough. Who are those
4: teams? I think it's still got to be the same players from last year. And, you know, I I typically stick with the guys that have earned the respect. You know, you look at Tampa Bay, uh, Green Bay. I think those are the two teams that worry probably me the most. You're talking about Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, two legendary quarterbacks, two of the best to ever do it. Uh, I still feel like they earned that respect from last season. You know, you have some other teams like Dallas as well uh, that could definitely be in the mix at the end of the day. But I think the Rams, even going back to a few weeks ago, I mean, they did have a really good contest against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's the only game I think that the Bucs did not score 20 plus on offense. So uh, this team's going to be in the mix. I mean, they are just as talented as everyone else is, but I still tend to think that those same teams from last year, especially Tom Brady, when he gets to December and January, uh, that's a guy that you could just never count out. So I would say the Bucs and the Packers.
2: Follow Locked on Rams for more of the story coming up. The Titans will need to figure out how to win without Derrick Henry for a significant period of time. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock auto with the ever-increasing number of makes and models it's now impossible to stock all of the local uh, all the parts you need at your local chain auto parts store so why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket so save time save money Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? You don't have to do that. You don't have to give them their money. You don't have to give your money away. RockAuto.com is a family business. They serve do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. You don't know what these prices are, are supposed to be. I don't know what these parts are supposed to cost. So go somewhere where the prices are always reliably low for every customer go explore their easy to use website today and find a solution for all your auto parts needs go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you
1: now here's what you need to be locked on today
2: Russell Wilson may be back in time to take on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in Week 10.
1: This is Corbin Smith for Locked on Seahawks.
0: After weeks of speculation, the pin is finally out. Russell Wilson having the pin removed from his surgically repaired right middle finger. That gives him a chance to be available for the Seahawks coming out of their bye when they play the Packers at Lambeau Field in Week 10 timetable still remains unclear because according to Coach Pete Carroll, it is going to take a few days, now the pin's been removed, for that finger to heal. And then he can start taking part in some football-related activities. And depending how quickly he's able to progress in that step in his recovery, that'll dictate when he's able to return to the field but this coming out on Monday to kick off a bye week after a 31-7 win over the Jaguars on Sunday has the Seahawks feeling pretty good even though they're three and five currently in last place in the NFC West they believe they can make a run in the second half with number three back under center the defense has been playing much better as of late so while it remains to be seen whether he's going to suit up at Lambeau Field This would certainly be a sign that is promising for his chances to play. And even if he can't play in Green Bay, you have to believe that he's drawing closer to return, which gives the Seahawks a chance to play their way back into playoff contention in the second half of the schedule.
2: And the Astros just want to get to game seven, and it all starts with a man on the mound.
5: This is Eric Heisman with the Lockdown Astros podcast with a few keys to Astros' victory in game six of the World Series. And it starts with Luis Garcia. He is on three days rest, so he needs to be efficient with his pitches. He's gotta throw strikes, he's gotta limit the walks, and try to go as deep into the game as he can. We'll see how long Dusty Baker will even have him go. He's got Christian Javier and Jake Odorizzi available in this situation. Jose Arquiti will not be available. I think they are saving him for a potential game seven. And when you're looking offensively, it's gotta start with Jordan Alvarez. He's gotta get hot, he's gotta carry it. And another key to the game would be, uh, you gotta score often and early. You gotta knock uh, Max Freed out and you gotta play key uh, offense uh, defensively. If you look at series, the series that both teams have capitalized when the other team has scored an error.
2: Pacers got their second win of the season with a little help from Karis LeVert.
0: Tony East here, host of the Locked On Pacers podcast in Gamebridge Fieldhouse, where the Pacers just picked up their second win of the season, a very clean and dominant win over the San Antonio Spurs, 131-118. to It was nice for the Pacers to have Karis LeVert playing for enough time to actually have an impact on the game, but really it was a very large team effort from the Pacers. Every starter was in double figures. Justin Holiday provided 17 points. Their bench in general is very good. And DeMontis Sabonis in his all-star form. 24 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 assists. The Pacers outscored the Spurs by 13 points, uh, 15 points, excuse me, with him in the game. So just a really dominant win for a Pacers team that really needed it. They were 1-6 coming up of a 4-game losing streak. Really needed to get this win over the Spurs and get their season a little more back on track. And they got it done with a big team effort. They've got the Knicks on Wednesday a chance
6: to follow it up.
2: And the New York Rangers will be keeping defenseman Adam Fox around for a little while longer.
6: Hey, what is going on, hockey fans? It's is John Chick with the Locked On New York Rangers podcast, here to talk about what else the breaking news that Adam Fox has just signed an extension with the New York Rangers, a seven-year deal worth $9.5 million per season. So that means it is a $66.5 million commitment between the New York Rangers and Adam Fox. And I, for one, could be not more happy with this news that Adam Fox will be remaining a New York Ranger for the foreseeable future. Anybody that's watched Adam Fox play, I think you'll agree. The guy's a total package. He's basically the prototype of what you could want from a young defenseman in this league. He just won the Norris Trophy. And, you know, when you really think about it, he probably gave the Rangers a little bit of a hometown discount. And I realized that at $9.5 million per season, that sounds a little crazy, right? How could it be a hometown discount? I still think it was. It's somewhat similar to what we saw from Mika Zabanajad uh, just about a week or two ago, whenever it was that he signed his extension right before the season started there. But when you think about it, again, Adam Fox, 23 years old. He's been absolutely phenomenal since coming into the league. And that Norris Trophy gave him all the leverage in the world because if you are recognized as the best defensive, in- in the NHL then you have every right to be paid top dollar and more than any other defense in the NHL and Fox, he's very well-paid. He's very well-compensated for everything he's done on a hockey rink thus so far in his NHL career. But when you compare him with some other defense in this league, you've got Kyle McCar. He's getting $9 million per season over the next six years with the Colorado Avalanche. And you've also got Charlie McAvoy. He recently signed an extension with the Bruins. He's getting $9.5 million per season over the next eight seasons. So McAvoy actually got more from the Bruins. Fox got from the Rangers.
2: That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. Plenty of games this Tuesday. Game six of the World Series back at Minute Maid Park. The Astros are favored over the Braves. Betonline.ag set the line at minus 130 for the Astros. The Jazz host the Kings and betonline.ag has Utah favored by nine. And Maction is back. Is Baction? Should we do that? BetOnline.ag has the Miami Redhawks favored by 7.5 over the Ohio Bobcats in Athens. For all your gambling needs, BetOnline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. And don't forget to use your promo code LOCKEDON to get that bonus.
1: Here is another story you need to know. It
2: started off as potentially catastrophic Reports that Derrick Henry could miss the rest of the season with a foot injury. That timeline has been tweaked a little six to 10 weeks, which if you do the math could still be the rest of the season. Joining me now from locked on Titans, Tyler Rowland and and Tyler, we've already heard that that Tennessee is bringing in Adrian Peterson. So two of the best running backs ever are on this Tennessee roster, but what do you expect to see over the next six to 10 weeks with this Tennessee team?
5: Well, I think that, obviously, um, I do find it funny, though, that Titans fans are clamoring for Derrick Henry to be the MVP prior to the injury, and the Titans replaced Derrick Henry with the last running back to actually win the MVP, so Mm -hmm. that's pretty funny, but I think that going forward, um, the Titans have to just run their offense. Now, they're going to not have a guy who can carry it 30 times a game in the backfield, So they're going to have to break things up. We're going to see, you know, 15 to 20 carries from Adrian Peterson. We are going to see 5 to 10 carries for Jeremy McNichols, who has been their passing down back uh, throughout the early part of the season, throughout the last couple of seasons, quite frankly. And McNichols has done a pretty good job in that role when asked. He's great in pass protection, so that helps. I think the Titans will also look to add another contributor uh, as a running back Whether that be uh, Deontay Foreman, who has been with the Titans organization before and that they worked out last week, or whether that be a guy like Makai Sargent, an undrafted free agent who was with the Titans at the beginning of the season who's on the practice squad. Either way, I think the Titans will use a a committee uh, approach to um, supplementing what they're losing with Derrick Henry, but ultimately the offense is... Needs to stay the same. Maybe a little bit of an uptick in the passing game will be required. But overall, the Titans can't lose their identity just because they lose Derrick Henry. I know that may sound crazy to some folks, but this offense is really based on the explosive play-action pass game, not the run game. So as long as they're able to continue to do that, then they should be good to go. I I
2: do think it's worth wondering if you feel like the defense has made enough strides that if the offense does lose 10, 15, 20% off its fastball, that they're going to be good enough to not have to win every game 34-31.
5: Well, I think the reality here is the defense is better this year. And I think they've proven that. But like you're saying, if the Titans lose 15 to 20% on offense, you know, that's an arbitrary number, but I, you know, we all know what we're saying of maybe a touchdown a game. I still think that would set the Titans up for failure. Um, but you have to counter that with the schedule that remains. So the Titans yeah. play the Rams in week nine. That's a tough game, probably a loss. But after that, They go home to Nashville to play New Orleans, whose starting quarterback just had a torn ACL. Then they get the Texans. Then they're on the road at the Patriots. Tough game, but then they get the Jags at home. And then you got at Pittsburgh, home for San Francisco, home for Miami, and at Houston to finish the year. I mean, if you look at two games against the Texans, a game against the Jaguars, a game against the Dolphins, the Titans should be able to win those four games, even without... Derrick Henry, and if they do that, then there's literally no way that the Colts would feasibly be able to catch them in the division, so that would guarantee them a playoff spot regardless of seeding because they win the AFC South, and that's why the win against the Colts was so critically important to sweep them there. It gives them basically a four-game advantage in the division, and even if the Titans' offense comes down a little bit and they lose some games down the stretch, they still should have enough to secure that playoff spot. And wild card weekend is 10 weeks from the injury, which some online are saying that is the timeline, the the furthest timeline for when Henry could return. So there is a logical scenario here where the Titans get Derrick Henry back for the opening round of the playoffs after going about four and five in their last games and securing a playoff spot. So it's bad but not all bad for the Titans.
2: Follow Locked on Titans for more coming up. Can the Chiefs regain their spot at the head of the class of the AFC? If you haven't tried the new Bilt Bar by now, you are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars for yourself to believe it. Most protein bars, they're chalky, they're waxy, they're just gross. But Bilt Bar is soft, it's covered in 100% real chocolate, and when you bite into one, you know you're eating something different. It's more than just an experience that you'll enjoy. You, you'd swear you were eating Halloween candy, but they're low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, high-protein, high, protein high fiber. So, healthy benefits on top of something that is actually delicious. I love the coconut almond, I love the double chocolate, and I I normally do not like fruit with my chocolate. These legitimately delicious. Really, really tasty. And this month, built bar is coming out with limited time flavors every three to four days. So check the website. Often you don't want to miss out built.com promo code locks 15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code locks 15 for 15% off at built.com.
1: Agree or disagree. This is the cue of the day. The Kansas city chiefs
2: got back to 500 on Monday night, beating the New York Giants 20-17 to 17 in what can only be described as uninspiring fashion, something that describes a lot of what has gone on with Kansas City the last few weeks. But they did get down and score the game-winning field goal after Patrick Mahomes almost threw the game-sealing interception. Joining me now from Locked On Chiefs, Chris Clark. And Chris, I'm sure you're you're sick of having these conversations, but at what point do you start to wonder, is this just who this team is this year?
7: I think I've already gotten to the point where I think that this is probably who this team is this year. I will say, though, on that interception, I think Mahomes knew it was a free play. I think he saw the guy jump off sides. I think he saw the flag, and he threw the ball up thinking, if it's intercepted, who cares, because it's coming back. So uh, I know the broadcast wanted to make a big thing of it, but I <laughs> I just about guarantee he knew that was a free play from the, from the get-go. So, uh, and you look at his other interception that he had during the game, it was like, okay, well – what is he going to do? Yeah, if he was throwing to uh, Gordon, that ball was a little off, but the ball hit McKinnon in the helmet. So it just the crazy bounces this team has, and they keep turning the ball over, and it's just going to kill them.
2: Defensively, they weren't terrible in this game, although you know the, the Giants were down a number of key pieces. What can, if anything, not turn it around, because it doesn't seem like it's going to get turned around, but what, where can they at least find some some margins to make up some ground on the teams that they're going to be fighting for for AFC playoff positioning?
7: Yeah, it's really hard because if you look at their defense <laughs> – I think that I, I noise think,
1: says it all, Chris. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I hate saying it that way, but it's really hard because the thing that keeps being this Chiefs defense is poor lack of discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at the touchdown to uh, Rudolph early in the game, and if Ben Neiman sticks to his routes – that shouldn't have even been like it may have been a touchdown because the throw still could have been very good and and maybe Rudolph makes a spectacular catch, but it was wide open. Ben Neiman didn't stay with this guy. And the reason he's in there is because he's supposed to be a disciplined football and disciplined and smart football player. Daniel Sorensen on the other touchdown is sitting right there, and he has a linebacker and a safety inside, so he doesn't have to give up interior release. And he still doesn't play the outside release and still doesn't play the outside, you know, breaking route. Uh, And then get another touchdown. It's just lack of discipline on the defense. And until they figure that out, they're going to continue to struggle. And at this point, the Giants is probably one of the easiest games left that they have on their schedule. What do they have? Packers, Raiders, Cowboys, I think of the next three games.
2: Hmm. That does not seem like a great way to get back on track, but we will get Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Finally. That's the the good news for football fans. I don't know that that's the good news uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs who are trying to get things righted a little bit as they make an AFC playoff push. And finally, there was some serious monkey business going on in Texas on Halloween. A trick-or-treater was seriously injured by a monkey belonging to the girlfriend of Texas Longhorn special teams coordinator Jeff Banks. The incident occurred at Banks' girlfriend's house where the child reportedly got into the monkey's area. The monkey is reportedly an emotional support animal for Banks' girlfriend, who is a stripper with the stage name Pole Assassin and who has appeared on Jerry Springer in the past. Is that show even still on? She reportedly even has the monkey as part of her stage routine I promise I am not making any of this up. This is all according to reports. It sounds like the monkey just wanted another banana Laffy Taffy. And who can blame him? Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen, Locked On Bets. Download it, subscribe free and available on all platforms. Coming up Wednesday, the Braves have another shot to win the World Series, but the Astros will have home field advantage and a shot to push it to seven. So at least until tomorrow. Stay Locked On today.
1: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast
7: ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.